Hey, welcome to Texas! He's a 10. I choose this family. guys, welcome to episode 29 of 911 Lone Star Roundup. I'm one of your hosts, Grace, and with me are my lovely co-hosts, Katie. Hey guys. And EJ. Hey everyone. And today we will be talking about 911 Lone Star Season 2, Episode 13, titled One Day. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, fun fact... If you want to stay around to the end, today, Saturday, May 22nd, we are talking to Ronan at DreamitCon on a three-on-one. We're excited. Yeah, And we'll be coming back and recording and talking about, you know, how it went and squealing about it because we're all so excited. (laughs) So um, stick around towards the very end, guys. Yeah. Yay. Yes. And in order to get to the very end, let's get talking. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So we start basically where we ended last episode right um tommy is administering cpr to charles and she's making a 911 call and i'll be honest i'm surprised the paramedic didn't or the dispatcher didn't immediately pick up that she was a paramedic because she's so paramedic-esque right yeah now. well and you would have figured he would have recognized her name or her yeah. voice well, she did actually give it um, her name because we start in at the call and or th- that I can remember. We start in at the call and it's like, I have a 50 year old male not breathing. She didn't give her name if I remember correctly. Yeah, she, she didn't, didn't give it to later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like kind of surprised, but I also wasn't he was dead being how he was. I would have um, been more surprised if he was alive. Yeah, that's the thing. Like he looks so dead and like honestly, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people did not like the but I was like, he's dead because of this, this, and this. Because I was like, this episode is called One Day. And in my head, I was like, one day we will be together again. Or <laughs> one day, like, and stuff. Like, I was, and the next episode is called Dust to Dust. And it's like, Ash to Ash's Dust to Dust. Mm-hmm. And that was all that was in my head. And that, people like, Katie, shut up. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just stating facts here. Right, right. <laughs> you can't take the heat? Shush. <laughs> Bitter. Right. Well, yeah. And then, you know, like, because this whole episode happened in one day which i know that there was a lot of people that were really up in arms that we didn't see any like resolution of like tk and carlos after the fire but if it happened in one day this has only been 24 hours since the fire not even 24 hours we start out probably like maybe at most three hours Mm. after the fire yeah because later we find out that the call was at three in the morning yeah 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 so yeah like literally not even which i was like wow this happened so fast like she got home at three and this is like wow that was like i don't know why i thought like i don't know i just and i really appreciate that she addressed them and told them tell them no lights and sirens because i don't want to wake up my girls yes yeah because it's so so... to be honest that probably would have made things far easier i'm just saying oh yeah yeah. but at the same time like (laughs) that would have been horrible so I am glad she actually told them like shush shush yeah <laughs> shush and you know uh, fun little <laughs> fact I learned about so she we, we see her she's administering CPR and mm-hmm. um, eventually she's just like he has no pulse his body is cold and right. rigor starts to set in and this is when you know the whole identity thing comes in because the guy's like uh maybe i want to make it wait for the paramedics and she's like i am a paramedic <laughs> right yeah yeah um, but this wasn't even like he died right there rigor 
I looked this up. Um, Rager typically sets in one to six hours after death, average two to four. So he has been dead for at least an hour. Mm-hmm. And so there probably wasn't any helping him anyway. There sure as hell ain't any chance he was being helped right then. Right. Well, he probably passed away just after sh- they got off the phone. Yeah, because he was still exactly where he was doing laundry. Mm-hmm. And like we can see, he finished doing the laundry, but he probably just up and died right then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel bad. I feel bad that you know he's passed away, and Tommy lost her husband, and the girls lost their dad. Um, I I liked Charles, so like yeah. that makes yeah, sense. He was I'm a cool guy. I yeah. wasn't especially attached to him because we've seen so little of yeah. him. But he seemed like this just super sweet, yeah. uh, loving husband and father. So I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm sad. That's right. really a blow. Yeah. And honestly, if you think about it, there was like a three-hour gap in which the girls could have come down and found him. They yeah. got really lucky with that. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. that would have been horrible. Right. They, yeah, they would have been scarred for life. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as we know, the, the actor who plays Charles, um, we just found out that he's got a new job. Is that what you said, Katie? Or he's got a new role sometime, and they didn't know how to deal with scheduling? Yeah, so the actor did get a new job, I read. I guess he got, like, a new role or whatever, so they didn't know how to deal with scheduling. Yeah, like, I am kind of sad. Not, like, that sad, but, like, I'm a little sad about it, because, like, out of any, like, I guess one of the spouses in the show, my disgrace, because I feel like Grace is, like, part of the, like, I consider her main cast, where Charles, yeah. I did, didn't, because he was more recurring anyways but it is sad and i mostly am sad because of their daughters and yeah um, yes that was like the main thing for me yeah and you know as you know anytime we saw him he would just be really supportive Mm -hmm. and like awesome so it's like and that's because you know he was recurring we didn't get into much nitty-gritty or anything like that but you know it's just i'm not in mourning or anything right yeah sad and he will be missed Mm mm-hmm and you know this is going to be a roller coaster right for Tommy and I have a few thoughts on that I might address later on in the episode yeah. oh yeah same um but what I liked about this episode was that it wasn't exactly a begins or anything like that but we got right. flashbacks yeah yeah, yeah. and was... I'm like we already saw a little bit of their begins or at least their past life in Judd and Grace begins mm-hmm. yeah sort of yeah sort of they were part of it yeah, they and were... so see more yeah. of just them. I really liked that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I was kind of hesitant going into this episode because I saw that it was um, going to be Tommy-centric. And I was a little concerned just because I was like, wait, Carlos just got into, like, they just had a fire at their house and it burned down to the ground and we're not even going to get that. Which, spoiler you guys know we didn't really get that, but we also still got them in a way. Mm-hmm. But the way this episode was, I actually, I actually, like, I didn't mind, like, I didn't, it wasn't like one of the, one of those episodes where you don't get what you want and you're like super bummed like i think they used their time i guess kind of wisely like it wasn't my favorite episode obviously but it wasn't like a waste of time if that makes any sense right yeah i mean in some ways it was kind of a filler episode but in other ways i feel like since the cast a lot of them were having to film things out of order it made sense that like they could film like the tommy and charles stuff while the rest of the team like team was doing a fire or the stuff they they were dealing with that TK and Carlos's could be done at the same time uh, 
she was filming with Charles and stuff. So I, I, I'm not surprised that they had an episode like this, especially oh, yeah. the way we heard um, COVID, you know, protocols and stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, it definitely helped because, like, episode 12 took, like, a month to film, like, a full month and yeah. stuff. So, like, obviously, they needed to start that sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, yeah. I'm not actually, I'm not all that bothered by the fact that we didn't really get Charles because it's like, like, there's one day and we're dealing with the death of a character. I would be more disturbed if they did put them in, if yeah. I'm going to be honest. Just because it's like, that would, where would they go in? I'm happy with the glimpse we got towards the end. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, flashback. We see um, the real estate agent, which, fun fact, same real estate yep. agent from the pilot that showed yes. Yes. Owen I'm home. so glad somebody else figured it out. I, I heard her voice and I was like, I know that voice. I looked yeah. at her I'm like... I think that's her. That's yeah. Why I saw notes and I'm like, I knew it was her. Yeah. So like when I was rewatching this, I was like, that has to be her. So I like, you know, searched it up and I was like, yep, it's her. Mm-hmm. It's her. I like her. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Mateo needs new digs at some point. I hope she comes along to help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tarlos is going to need a new place too. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> We're not too, we're not even close to being to like next season's wish list, but I'm just gonna throw this out there. I want Tarlos to be go house hunting. Yes. I want to see it. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. Um, especially, so, I, want the, I want them to like feel like we need to get out of the house and be able to do like stuff in private. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so we see the real estate agent showing Tommy and Charles, I'm guessing this like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh, around their current home, mm-hmm. um, which then wasn't obviously wasn't their home yet. Um, yeah. And this is when we kind of we kind of get context like Tommy going, what are we going to do with three bedrooms? And Charles is like, fill them. And right. we see, like, with the next couple lines, they've been struggling just because yeah. she says, and what if we can't? So yeah. we can guess they've been trying for a while. Well, we found that out when Owen shared with her that she was had gotten pregnant. Um, how she kind of shared her pregnancy story and how they'd been struggling for a while to get pregnant. Yeah. And she got pregnant. I think she was over 40 when that happened. Yeah, yeah, because she had just turned 40, I think is how she said it. So, yeah. yeah. Which my my mom had me at 42, but I also have three older sisters. Mm-hmm. Right. So trying to, like, just start a family over 40, that's rough. Yeah, yeah, I know a couple people who, like, even were younger and, like, struggled. So it's definitely hard, and it happens to, like, a lot of people. Yeah. And then after this scene, we get, you know, we come back to present day and Tommy goes and changes into regular clothes and just sits in the living room staring at the spot where he had last been after the paramedics came and, and she took sat his there body all night. Yeah. Was... Which granted was probably about four hours mm-hmm. with, yeah. between the time the girls came down and the time she had gotten home. Um, but still, that's like, that's a long time to just be standing there or sitting there staring into space. Yeah. yeah she was definitely like in shock for like mm-hmm. this part and honestly like the whole episode because like just you could yeah. tell she, she never definitely in shock. no she didn't she, yeah she, she didn't even know how to process that right. yeah and i yeah. think part of being a paramedic partially saved her and hindered her yeah in this 
Because I yeah. think in her mind, she was still in work mode almost. Like, she had just right. taken care of a patient, yeah. not her husband. Right, yeah. And so it's like, it, it wasn't connecting. And I gotta wonder, like, is that an unusual thing for first responders? Like, do they have this disconnect? when you know someone close to them dies just because they see death so much well i don't i mean i think it's kind of tough but yeah you know for me like having gone through a lot of that nowadays when i when people lose some it's i'm not numb to it but i'm definitely like i can compartmentalize it a little bit more so i i think that's kind of what paramedics kind of deal with is that it's easier for them to be numb or to compartmentalize because they've had to deal with it on the job for so long so they can kind of be the solid rock for everybody which is not good i mean you need to have your own emotions as well yeah but some people can hold on to them a little bit better at some point everyone breaks right there's no holding in forever you break and it, it can get really messy when you break and we kind of yeah. see a little bit of that here not right. messy necessarily but unfortunate right. yeah yeah um, but th- we can address that later yeah. oh yeah my favorite <clears throat> once once we see the girls my favorite like part of like it, it was when evie was like when tommy was saying like oh she would have to go to work for a while because there's a fire and the firehouse like needed repairs or whatever she didn't really go into details but like she told them about that part of mm-hmm. it and Evie's like, yes! And Izzy's like, don't cheer for a fire. Yeah. <laughs> and Evie's like, I'm not cheering for a fire. I'm cheering because mom can go to the zoo with us on Friday. I was like, oh my god. That's oh, like, so cute. That's such, a, that's such a little blip of normal in there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I love those girls. Um, and I, they're so yeah, cute. And, I and think... they're also like, I, I feel like they really are like mini Tommies. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I think this was, you know, I, I know a lot of people are like, because, you know, obviously we see this through the whole show is that she doesn't tell the girls but i think i think she wanted the girls to have the normal day yeah before they come home from school and find out all this stuff yeah, also still... how the hell do you tell your girls when you have not even accepted it yourself yeah right that's the thing and like they're eight so they're like eight. telling an eight-year-old that their father died is very difficult um yeah. and stuff because like they're old enough to sort of understand it but mm-hmm. also like it's a really hard topic to be having with a child and uh, like it's so like it's hard like so i think she needed to like process it herself and she mm-hmm. needs to think it through before even like saying yeah it, because that's gonna like really like break and, it, and i the, think that's she... gonna that's gonna make it real for one thing yeah right and the moment she tells them already their lives have sort of changed forever but right. the moment she tells them their lives have changed forever exactly yeah. yeah and i think too she wanted answers like she wanted to know what happened because at that moment when he she found him she didn't know what happened she could assume yeah but and she, she did probably... she had a couple theories yeah, yeah so she probably wanted answers which makes sense you know you want to be yeah. able to tell your kids as much as you possibly can that to be honest with them so yeah yeah but... not having those answers and just having yeah. to go i don't know i don't know i don't know right that makes things worse in the moment mm-hmm. the only bad thing about this was the more time that goes on the worse it gets yep yeah and at some point it becomes it goes from being like a good thing to a bad thing yeah because the more time that goes by it's like it's just gonna be worse when you tell them yeah especially since there was kind of a lie built onto it i know it's like you could see she was going to say but then she just she couldn't yeah Yeah, she just wasn't like (laughs) 
ready to. enough yeah. to say it, which is like understandable and stuff. And like, if I was in the same situation, I can't really say I would do anything different. You know, I I don't think anyone could ever say what they do unless they're in that situation. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, I I don't know what I do. Yeah. But, so then then yeah. we move on to the next scene, which is Jed and Grace. Oh, oh my god. Oh, also, Johnny glasses. <laughs> oh, I was not. Jim in glasses. Oh my goodness. I was not expecting that <laughs> at all. So when I saw it, I was like, oh my god. And come on, Lone Star, since you gave us this, can we please have TK and Carlos in glasses? Yes, Hi, I need that. Much. I need that. Thank we you. know Rafa wears them a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, like we've seen, Ronan wears them on occasion. <laughs> um so like let's come on come on come on come on come on come on now please thank you wish list yes that's like this is the point where we start forming our wish list for season three because also guys we got a renewal yes yes we're getting renewed but also we're renewed (laughs) yes celebrate good times come on i'm pretty sure like (laughs) Yeah, we've been talking about it, like, in podcasts for weeks, and just in general for, like, weeks, so, like, the fact that it finally finally happened is, like, everything. You know, it actually, it got renewed earlier than the day before this episode came. I think, to some degree, it's kind of gotten pushed to the side because of that, but I was just like, let's take a moment for the renewal. (laughs) Yes, so excited. Yeah. All right, so, going back into this scene, so Grace comes home from physical therapy, and, um... Apparently she's made really good hit, um, like hit progress. Good. So like, yay, yeah. good for her. Yay. Um, she oh. wants to regain that mobility and flexibility before the baby comes. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. And Judd's working at the baby registry. Isn't that oh, adorable? That's so cute. <laughs> My favorite part is like Grace looking at the list and seeing if there's <laughs> cowboy boots and cowboy hat. And Grace is just like, I don't think the baby's gonna have use for cowboy boots. Just then Judd's face is just like, why what not? The- <laughs> I know what his face was like. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Judd, honey, the baby doesn't walk for like a year. <laughs> Right. He's like, yeah. She's like, babies don't walk, and not unless need the need for cowboy boots. And just, just like, think how think adorable of, she'll look. Yeah, think of how adorable she'll look with the little matching hat. And she's like, so you think it's gonna be a she? And he's like, I got a feeling. And honestly, uh, I, I do too. I think yeah. it's gonna be a she. Yeah, yeah. We. It's gonna be a she, and they're gonna name it Charlotte or Charlie. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah i don't possibly i I, i'd be okay if they did that yeah i yeah especially since i think you know tommy and charles would have been the godparents anyway and so charles isn't there to be there but oh yeah yeah like now that this happened i think that's definitely possible but i also could see them possibly naming it after judd's mom i literally just thought of that yeah Oh, but yeah, you know, that's... we don't even know her name. Yeah, but yeah, like, it's true. I, I could see that happening, but I definitely think it's a girl <clears throat> because, like, I well, because Gwen, like, it's a it was a boy, so I feel like they're not gonna do two boys in a row. I don't think so. No, like, I don't know. Like, I just don't see that happening. Also, like, I granted, really... we're not going to have we're not going to see the Gwen's baby, right? Not really. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a video call or something, but. We're not going to see Gwen's baby. Yeah. But I still feel like, for many reasons, but that included, it's going to be a girl. I just want it to be a girl, too. 
I oh my god. I oh think Judd would be a cute girl dad. Like yeah. oh, oh, please. Yeah. Just Judd's gonna yeah. be a great dad, period. And I think he'll do great as a dad. It will be funny though, because he'll be like trying to play football with the little girl who maybe wants to play Barbie, so that would be interesting. <laughs> but girl dads are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe or maybe he'll watch um perhaps like the little princess kind of thing and the girl's just like, Nope, let me go. Like pick up this axe over here. Yeah, oh really. my god, that'd be funny. Oh my <laughs> god, that was that was totally me though. I'm an only child, so I get it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> okay. So going on from that, that I like seeing that scene. Like I needed that yeah. scene. And isn't this yeah. the scene where Tommy calls and asks Grace to pick the kids up after school? Yeah. Yes. yes. Which I'm like, I I think this is when I start getting concerned yeah. that Tommy didn't even tell Grace. Yeah, she like, didn't she say something like she's got a family member in the hospital or something yes. and she's visiting. So like that starts the story. Yeah, well but she didn't she didn't Grace. say that till Owen. Yeah, she told mm. Owen that, not Grace. She gave Grace and Judd like no information whatsoever. She just asked if they could pick up the girls and could watch him for a few hours. And yeah. they're used to that, I think. So they're yeah. like But they knew it almost immediately she sounded off. Right. And I'm like, see, that's what best friends know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, literally. And yeah, so then we see Tommy meet with the corner, which I don't know, this whole scene was a little weird. I don't know. Yeah. Um, this is when I just had this like foreboding feeling. I'm like, well, the rest yeah. of the episode's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, Tommy had mentioned how she suspected it was either a stroke or an aneurysm. And then, like, the coroner quickly realizes that Charles was her husband. And she, like, was like, yeah, you gotta go. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, the thing was, she picked up the file. She saw the name in the file. Right. And it's and she just you see her look at her like and that's when Tommy off. confirmed that it was yeah yeah. Back <laughs> and yeah. I don't think it was that she didn't want her there. I think she just felt like your husband just died. I don't really think you're gonna want to see me. Yeah, she was yeah. doing an autopsy on him. Yeah, I mean, like ethically, she can't like you can't watch any of your family members. Like it's kind of like you're technically like if you're a surgeon, you can't technically like right. watch surgery on your loved one because that's like not a good idea. Yeah, it's so. Yeah. Honestly, it just would have been traumatizing if she'd seen Charles cut open. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and she'd already gone through enough trauma. Yeah, seriously. Let's just say. So we get another flashback. And this is them coming out from an IVF appointment. Which they have been trying. Apparently, I don't remember how long they said this was going on. But I feel like this was like third time or something like that. Yeah. But that's... Yeah. I don't remember. Um... Yeah, but, I think so. you know, we see her frustration and, you know, I've heard stories of people like trying with IVF and it just doesn't work and they get so frustrated and yeah. I'm like, honestly, I, I get it in a way because it's just like, you know, you're trying the science, the like science proven method that isn't, you know, the natural way. <laughs> so it's like you, you want that to work and it's just, it's not. And IVF is freaking expensive. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. Some yeah. people drain their their savings just to try and if it doesn't work then they're out all that money and even then it sits them back like yeah when you have any kids you shouldn't be set back right yeah yeah i have a friend that went through that they struggled to get pregnant couldn't what spent a lot of money on ivf and then kind of fell through didn't work and then thankfully they were blessed with an opportunity to adopt but yeah yeah that's yeah it's hard yeah yeah and it's so emotionally taxing we see that here like Tommy's torn up about it. Yeah. And um, honestly, Charles was so sweet in here. 
I'm just like, oh. Uh, I yeah. thought this was a very sweet and so freaking sad scene. Yeah, when he says you'll never have to find out what it's like to be without him. I I said really that hard. that was the point where I just. Went, <laughs> Yeah. I yeah, I emotionally blocked that out. I didn't remember that until now. <laughs> I'm just like, why? Why yeah. sir, why? This is yeah, that literally happened I so your therapy bill. <laughs> Honestly, can I just send the whole nine one franchise my therapy bill? Like I'm not gonna <laughs> get into that, but you guys if you know, you know. If you yeah. know, you know, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this this past week was very traumatizing. Literally, yeah. oh my god! So then we get to Tommy sitting outside the hospital, and who does she run into? Of course, Owen. <laughs> I I kind of like that. Oh my god, um, me too. I but like... it's like, I, I, honestly, <laughs> Owen was probably the most qualified to help her, not because right. he had his spouse die, but just because like it's Owen. Yeah, it's Owen. I, it's I, Owen. That, yeah. That's all you need to explain anything. <laughs> I always like their scenes together. So when I see them together, I'm like, yes, yeah. please. And so like, um, Tommy's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh yeah, I just have a checkup for my cancer surgery. And she's he asked her the same question, and she's like, "Oh, one of my family members is getting surgery downstairs. Uh, getting a procedure." So yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's like it's... you are so white lying here. Like you were so skimming by the hair of your teeth on the uh, truth. It's like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Autopsy is a procedure, but oh, it's like boy. so deliberately misleading. Oh like, yeah, this is just when I'm kind of face palming. I'm like, honey, tell someone. Right. Oh my god, yeah, like, like if you don't want to bear judging Grace at the moment, tell Owen. Like he's literally the best person to tell. Right, no right. Else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What I was just thinking was not okay to be thinking. But, like, I, this is so bad, but, like, this is just my dark humor coming through. But I'm like, yeah, Owen's been on that store before. We'll get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so terrible. That's, That's so true. <laughs> That's true. He's dealt with family members on death store. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I didn't even go that far, but yeah, it's so true. So it's like, you know, and undoubtedly he's lost family members before, you know, not spouse, but still. So Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, just tell! But, so anyway, I enjoyed that little interaction. Um, But, yeah, so that scene, so past that, uh, that's done. (laughs) Um, So now we head back to Judd and Grace, and they're being suspicious. Uh, Not suspicious, but, like, worried, I think, and curious and concerned. Well, yeah. Um, Yeah, because Judd comes home with the girls, and, like, whatever, and it's adorable. And then, like, Grace is like, did they give you any clue of what's going on with Tommy? And Judd's just like, no, they said Charles was, like, gone or out of town or something along the lines of that mm-hmm. and that was pretty much it and evie had mentioned how she heard a car in the driveway the night before yep. and, then- and of course they're wondering if you know tommy and charles are fighting that's not right. a like bad assumption you know people right. leaving in the middle of the night like that kind of thing yeah because they hadn't um, had any suspicions that there was anything going on between them so they were concerned that if did if charles leave or something if charles yeah. had an underlying health condition they may have suspected it more right. but they had n- no way of guessing he was dead 
Yeah, yeah. So now we go on. Also, can brief moment to love their interactions with the girls. Oh, so oh yes, I love that. Yes, it was so like, cute. Like I love how um they're like oh can we do video games and she's like after homework and they were like oh, um uncle john said we could and she looks at me like after your homework yeah. <laughs> um well i mean we knew judd was going to be good with kids because he went the very first pi- in the pilot we had that brief interaction with the little girl from that was the daughter of one of the firefighters Mabel. who passed away yes <laughs> yes so, he was really cute with her so i'm like yeah he's he's gonna be a good dad oh every time God. i've seen him with kids i'm just like Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. is Carlos and TK. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to say TK. <laughs> and yes. Carlos when they had the little ice cream. Oh, oh that's yeah. true. <laughs> I want to see him. Okay. I want to see him interact with kids more. Yeah. We don't please. see him interact with kids a lot just because you know he's busy doing cop things that's typically reserved for adults. Um. <laughs> so I really want to see. Carlos with kids. I want. I want to see him with like a niece or a nephew or something. God knows he probably has a bunch of them. Like, come on, <laughs> probably. Lone Star, stop holding out at us. What? Even though, like, seriously, there's been no mention of siblings. Right. And so it's like, okay, is he an only child? I don't I, think so. But is he? Yeah. Judd, you mean? No, Carlos. Oh, oh, yeah. There's no way he's an only child. No, come on, now. no way. He does not. You know. I, I'm. I have siblings. He does not give me an only child vibe. No, Same. he doesn't. All right. So moving on. <laughs> so we're back at the hospital. Tommy's just sitting on the bench where Owen had found her, and this guy comes up and asks to sit there. He's obviously on the edge a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, what's going on? Honestly, I thought he was also there for something that had died. You say. And yeah. we weren't fully wrong, right. but no. a little off. Yeah. Um, and he's talking about how he can't say goodbye to his son, who um, had horrible seizures like through most of his life, I believe. And if I remember the story correctly, his son had been home alone like the roommates had gone out and he'd had a seizure right and they found him yeah. in the bathroom like days afterwards and so yeah know, he, he was in a coma and yeah yeah he was in a coma for two weeks and like basically they're waiting to unplug him which is so sad mm-hmm. and like stuff. yeah and you can tell that like tommy's like trying to almost like hold it in right. and stuff and like and, like, the guy couldn't, like, go up there by himself, so she's like, I'll go up with you, like, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, gosh, like, who wouldn't do the same, even? Right. Like, I, I do the same. Yeah, yeah. same. Like, I, yeah, I would. Yeah, like, let's let's go support. Yeah. There was no cause for concern at this point. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, he was a very distraught dad. Right. Um, and so they walk up. The ex comes out <laughs> with her husband. Oh my gosh. And that devolves into a bad situation yeah. in which George, the guy, pulls a gun. Yeah. And at this point, I'm like, I wasn't expecting this Same at there. all. I'm just like, I mean, I honestly, in this, I sympathize with him. Because he yeah. wasn't being allowed to say goodbye right. to his son. Yeah, that's well, like... Even though yeah. he hadn't even processed he was going to have to say goodbye. Yeah, yeah like, that's that's just, like, 
I don't care, like, like, unless you, like, were, like, a criminal and you, like, did something really bad to your child, like, yes, then you shouldn't be allowed, but, like, in this situation, he seems like a stand-up guy, like, he seems like a nice guy, like, just let the guy say goodbye to his son or whatever, just just let him have that last goodbye, because if he doesn't have that last goodbye, that's gonna, like, like, traumatize him a little bit. Mm -hmm. No, more than that, that'll just destroy him. Exactly. And, you know, he was at that point where he's like i can't let them kill my son yeah because he right, had registered he was going to have like this was it yeah well because he believed he'd wake up right yeah and it's like you know i was i was upset for him and it's like yeah, just let him say goodbye what's the yeah. harm and thankfully tommy was able to talk the gal down from freaking out anymore and they were able to get the guy was able to at least see his son and, like got the um the mother and the st- guest stepdad out and you know <laughs> she walks away going like i'll never forgive you for this which i'm like okay that's fair enough but there's mm-hmm. more yeah i'll expand on my thought on that later because we're yeah. getting to that point yeah but, but i loved about this was that tommy knew the gun was a fake because yeah. they walked in metal detectors together yeah. i hadn't even thought of that i hadn't thought about that and that honestly surprised me a bit because i was like i didn't really think about it because like in the promos they kind of like said that there was a shooter in the icu and so i was thinking how the hell do you get a gun or why would you bring a gun to the icu but i never would have thought that it was a toy gun yeah no but i'm like okay that's something i was worried for her but so yeah so we cut out on that like she's the only one left in the icu with him mm-hmm. and he's just seen by his son and i'm just like okay my heart's breaking but i'm also scared now like what's right. gonna happen right yeah yeah like well this point i didn't really have any reason to worry about tommy because it was like a fake gun so i was like well no, I wasn't worried about her necessarily. I was concerned because I'm just like, okay, is he going to get shot? Because, right. like, going yeah. in, yeah. what's going to happen? Like, uh, this can't keep going. Right. It's going to right. have to reach a climax at some point. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, okay, I'm, I was worried about, like, the situation. What the hell is going to happen? Right. And before we get any more of that, then we go to Owen during his cancer checkup, his surgery <laughs> checkup. This was interesting. This was, yeah, there's so much things happening. Like, she's checking out the incision, and she's like, oh, it looks good. And then she sees the birds, and she's like, those aren't mine. And yeah. Owen's just like, I plead the fifth. And she's like, I don't want to know. And then she changes her mind. She says, never mind, like, I do. Actually, yes. and like owen's like that's a long story she's like never mind you don't have to tell me and then he's like i could over coffee and he's like never mind you're my doctor and i'm just like this is so awkward like i don't there even if she wasn't his doctor anymore which she kind of says later Mm -hmm. or like in a few minutes um that's still wicked weird for me and i'm just like no no yeah. you know what actually i'm okay with it <laughs> like it compared awesome. to the other people okay i did like zoe but compared to some of the other people he's considered the doctor's not so bad honestly i'm like <laughs> oh. i've always liked the doctor he's always been like really nice yeah. and everything before this has been you know pretty professional and honestly with this you know third time around we see he has a type she yeah. very much has a type in like women but i like her and so it's like it's a little odd because you know they're just getting off doctor patient and mm-hmm. i think maybe this is a little soon for him yeah, yeah. i think but this... like if this was a 
couple, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I don't think they're gonna go in that direction. I think this is more as like a kind of a joke. Alert, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'd be okay Statement. either way. Bring Zoe back. That's all I have yeah. to say. I'd love Zoe to come back, yeah. But also, I don't feel like she will. I know she won't, but I just want hope, okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I liked Zoe. Yeah, um, I liked Zoe. She was And great. then while they're, like, having their conversation, all of a sudden they announce, and I can't remember the colors, but it's, like, Dr. So-and-so and Dr. Violet. White to dr violet and dr white to icu and then like the doctor freezes and then owen's like what's wrong and it's a hostage situation it's a hostage situation so if you're ever in a hospital and you hear like specific doctors but their names are like colors that's usually a a code not like code blue is like a health thing but sometimes to like not let people know they're onto them yeah so if you're ever in that just watch out (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah. so uh, so they start evacuating, and while Owen's evacuating, he calls Tommy to see if she's still there, and yeah, she's like, "Yeah, I'm here," and tells Swat it's a toy gun and hold him off. Oh my god! Like, I was like, "Really, Tommy?" Oh, Tommy like, wouldn't oh. do that though. Like, let's be real. But yeah. I but I love how Owen like steps up to kind of help out and like not really knowing the whole story yeah yeah and he goes right like right to the swat commander and starts talking to him yeah and they're like oh I what can i like, do for you I captain you. yeah i love how like he was like oh sir civilians have to go over here he's like i'm not a civilian i'm the captain of afd and i'm just like yes oh and yes you are yes, boy. <laughs> yeah and like him just being like oh it's a toy gun and like this and she just needs a few minutes to get the guy to come out and then, like, literally not even a minute later, like, literally right away, him calling her back and she's being like, oh, things changed. I'm not leaving. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Okay, so at this time, I thought that she was playing a game, like, stalling same. to get him out and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, what I thought. Because I'm like, there's no way she's that stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that well, was literally my thought. But you know, people do weird things in grief. Exactly. And at this moment, she was seeing the opportunity she didn't get in George. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, understandable, but still you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And like also like right after she she talked or he talked to Tommy, he calls Judd and he's like, Have you talked to Tommy today? And Judd's like, Yeah, actually Grace and I are watching the girls right now. Why? And Owen's like, She said she was here because she had a relative who was getting some sort of procedure done. And Judd's like uh, she doesn't have any relatives in the area, and yeah. like, yeah, that's just Charles. And yeah. this is when they start working it out. Yeah, they start putting the pieces together. They're like, I think, I think they were expecting like Charles had had to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, still, how did they reach the conclusion of you know death? Yeah, yeah, but I think they also knew something must be really wrong because you know Tommy hadn't even told anybody. Right, yeah. And so, you know, they start working out what if the car he heard in the driveway the night prior was an ambulance. Right, yeah. And Owen was like, Owen was like, something is not right with her. Yeah. <laughs> She's in the middle of a flow. Right, um, right. Standoff, yeah. Stand off, a police yeah. stand off. Yeah. And I love how they're like, what? Yeah, but like, back at Grace and Judd's, yeah, they start figuring it out. And um Grace calls dispatch. Yeah, Grace calls dispatch. She as she asks if there was any calls at um Tommy and Charles's and there was a call obviously and then 
she has to hear the call and that's like when they like not yet but like they hear the call and then like we see SWAT try to go in and Owen asks for like a couple minutes like because he knows her and he thinks he can talk to her and exactly because that's when they let her because they let him know about Charles and he thinks that you know she can talk her down so to speak yeah and and he also doesn't want her to get hit in the crossfire of possibly shooting somebody else so he's trying to just give me a few minutes the 126 has had too many gunshots for one season (laughs) or two seasons technically even Tommy said in episode 12 she's like I've already gotten being shot at being taken hostage and blown up all on the bingo card this year (laughs) oh my god yeah exactly we don't need more gunshots okay yeah so like and then I like the conversation that when they Owen goes into the room where George and Tommy is I like the conversation that um they have where she's George well Owen says to Tommy like you just want to give him the miracle that you didn't get and George is just like what is he talking about and Owen's like her husband died this morning and Tommy's like last night technicalities and yeah and then Owen's like last night and you weren't there and Tommy's like I wasn't there and Owen's like I'm I am so I am so sorry Tommy you need to walk out of this room with me and you should too to the other guy Mm -hmm. and I just really liked this whole like thing I think all she needed was somebody acknowledging it to her yeah for her especially someone she knew as well as she knew owen like somebody just like bringing it out in the open yeah not letting her push it off yeah 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 and then i think like shortly after like the scene well before that even like basically like they start to leave but then the guy's son ethan wakes up i knew that was going to happen same the entire freaking time i knew that was going to happen like yes i felt so validated especially since especially in that other part when tommy was like well we can pray i was like okay he's gonna wake up like i i'm calling it like it's gonna happen like and it did and then like we see the scene from prior unfold where the call is played over this and owen comforting tommy and then you see judd and grace's reactions and then you also see swat going and arrest the dude and right but i I gotta say you know the dad's being taken away but he has the biggest smile on his face i'm like I guess yep. in the end it was worth it for him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he got to see his. Honestly, if he hadn't done that, Ethan would have died completely without having the chance to wake up because honestly. they had already unhooked him. Right, yeah. Because I think. No, yeah, definitely. Because Tommy actually. I think she, like, I don't know what she did. Like, she either started, like... She helped continue the the monitors and the oxygen something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I just couldn't remember exactly. But yeah, she, like, helped continue it. And they hadn't done that, then it's like, you know, uh, okay, note to... Note note everyone do not go hold up an icu if you have somebody in the hospital that you right. have to pull the plug on more than likely this will not turn out well yeah no not but a good idea. in this case in the end it paid off yeah and then like after this whole thing we see the coroner reveal that it was an aneurysm and there were no warnings and there's nothing she could have done which is like i kind of okay we kind of called that that because we said it was aneurysm but it was just like i feel like i 
I did my research. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, and it was good for Tommy because she also found out that it happened fast. Like, it wasn't something where he was, like, in pain or anything. And you could kind of tell that with how he was sitting when she found him. That he wasn't, yeah. like, crunched over or, like, you know, like he'd fallen on the floor or anything. He was just literally just almost like he closed his eyes and went, or he didn't close his eyes, but he, like, just went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just made me laugh. Uh, I mean, he um, did close his eyes. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is yeah, like, like I kind of knew when they said it was aneurysm that, like, if there was no way he could have survived that. Like, unless yeah. you're in a hospital and you're being monitored severely, you're not gonna like make it out of that. Like, and that's, even if that's yeah. just the reality. And even if you do, you like your life is different. Like, I have a friend yeah. who had an aneurysm, and she's like lost like mobility in certain parts of her body and just like her yeah it's things have changed yeah it's like it's devastating and so you know she asked um would he have been in pain or something and the coroner was like it would have been fast so i'm like i mean your brain's basically bursting so yeah there probably was pain but it was definitely fast and you know what sometimes all you want is for it to be fast yeah yeah if it happens at all it's gotta be fast that's kind of my view on things yeah that's how i view it too and like i like the flashback of like her giving birth i like the flashbacks that they did chose to Mm -hmm. show because they were things that were mentioned before so like we had some idea and i just i think they fit really well with the episode and these are going to be those particular memories tommy will carry with her when she's old Mm -hmm. like these will be those memories that you'll always have of charles even if she remarries even if you know whatever happens exactly Um, and i i was i will say i did not cry during this episode but this part almost made me cry yeah. Because, you know, she was holding uh, her husband's hand in the um, morgue. And yeah. um, and this was when she was flashing back to him holding her hand while she was giving birth. And it's like, yeah. oh! Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, literally. Um, yeah, like, okay, I didn't really cry. I got, like, misty-eyed. But I also had, like, chills watching this episode because of, like, the sadness of it. Yeah. Like, it just, yeah. Then... Yeah. Yeah, and then we saw Tommy finally go pick up the girls from Jen and Grace's, and I loved, like, this, like, when they were first there, and they're, like, coloring, and Jen's, like, helping them, I'm like, don't make me cry, that was gonna make me cry harder than, like, anything else. Yes, and so, Chris hugs Tommy, it was so sweet, and, um, she comes in, collects the girls, one thing I was sad that didn't say like didn't show was her eventually telling the girls maybe that'll be next episode or maybe they just don't want to tackle that maybe aftermath instead yeah so i've heard that they're going to skip over most of it like i think the next episode is supposed to jump a little bit probably yeah because i honestly if the 126 no 126 and never mind I was going to say if they're back, but I was like, wait, no, they're working on other stations right now. Yeah, yeah, like, I heard, like, in interviews that it's supposed to jump a tiny bit, and they're not going to mm-hmm. really, at least for the grief part, they're not going to cover it. 
And yeah. I don't know, like, I don't know if I would have, I think that would have been really hard for, like, yeah. eight-year-olds to, like, for them yeah. to do this. I think it would be really hard. Like, I would have liked to have seen it, but at the same time, I'm okay not having seen it. Exactly. I just, it felt yeah. more unfinished because yeah. we didn't see it. Yeah, like, I feel like with this whole scene, like, Tommy acknowledged it without actually saying the words. Yeah. Especially when she was hugging Grace, and then also when Judd, when she was leaving, said, you know, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she thanks him. And then I, I loved, like, after Tommy and the girls left, what Grace and, like, Grace just collapses in Judd's arms. I just thought that was, like, oh, so yeah. powerful. Yeah, because they yeah. had to have been friends for at least 15 to 20 years. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. And, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that was super sad. And that was a scene, where, you know, where we saw promos. Ever so many people thought she lost the baby. Yeah, which, like, that's no too obvious. That is not, that's not even obvious. That's so outlandish. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, this is a Tommy-centric episode and you're thinking Grace lost the baby? Excuse me, what? Excuse me, let's not put that energy out there. It's like my vibe. Um, yeah. yeah. So the last scene, I gotta say, was like, kind of like, it's not supposed to be funny, but I find it really funny. So Owen <laughs> goes to the 126 to survey the damage and he's like, looking at like, his office and you see the the um piece of metal yeah the piece of metal from the south tower and see like just all this like almost rubble and then you see flashbacks from like the pilot with that and then you all of a sudden you hear music and you're like what's going on who's (laughs) crashing the 126 and then owen makes his way downstairs and there's paul marjan mateo nancy tk and carlos having a (laughs) full-on gathering and a freaking like um and a burnt fire that would happen they'd always be at carlos's but carlos's is no more yeah so Marjan- they, to, they still mostly intact firehouse yeah, yeah. Mar- marshawn's line exactly they're these hands are usually at carlos and tk's place but as you know that kind of burned to the ground i'm like marshawn too soon too soon yeah <laughs> and like, i, I love even paul's response to is like yeah we never miss a 126 hang come rain shine or diabolical acts of arson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I, I love, love that. Was that was my line. favorite. That was my favorite. And but I like... just kind of love how it's like it feels like um it feels like they're sneaking around, but really they're just lighting it up and having yeah. a good time. And it's like I it's, love this. I yeah. want to go. I want to have a one twenty six hang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, hey I think the Hi. only thing, the only, I know a lot of people were really bummed about like what Marjan said. They thought it was like kind of harsh towards what Carlos because he, like they said that he kind of looked um, upset. I don't know. He didn't look upset, but he just like was, he could tell he was still like kind of sad. Uh, I didn't um, notice anything. This is what. So let me just say, like, uh, shut up. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, that's really. Oh my god, this. I'm sorry. I cannot deal with fans lately. So um, this is. Sorry, fans. I can't. Um, (laughs) But no, I'm like, honestly, stop criticizing everything. Um, literally it's uh it's too much like this is when unfiltered katie is about to come out because um shut up please shut leave up, let's just, shut up shut up shut up keep your things like, to yourself um, i don't like that and like uh, just other things people are saying like tk 
goes and talks to Owen and TK's like, hey, Dad, where have you been all day? And he's like, I'll tell you about it later. And he asks Carlos for a beer. Carlos is just like, absolutely. But people were saying that TK was eyeing the beers. Okay, first of all, he's an addict. Second of all, like, not to say that it could never happen because obviously it could happen, but that was not happening. Uh, That was not happening it's because it's he glanced at the exchange i would glance at the exchange you would glance at the exchange it's what happens we're nosy and also he was right there he was it was literally in his like the way he was looking he was looking at carlos he was looking at owen it wasn't anything more than that and people are only saying this because they either want to get a relapse and if you want that that's sick and you're disgusting i'm sorry but it's you have problems you should go to therapy and (laughs) and not send ruin in your bill because that's your problem sorry (laughs) you've had problems before 212 if you think that yeah I, i definitely um it makes me sick. Yeah, I don't... I'm disgusted by it. TK is not in the place in his life where that's an option. He's in a good spot. Yeah. He's got a great boyfriend. He's got a moderately supportive dad. <laughs> moderately, um, yeah. Um, well, supportive, you know, but sometimes careless with words. He has... Yeah. That real type. like he has true friends, mm-hmm. um, support. You know he's he's not like he's got people he can go to, and he has and, gone through many horrible things lately, and he's been fine because he has that support system. So yeah. basically, a relapse might happen. I'll be really yeah. sad if it does, but like that's also you know it's part of being an addict. But if you want that to happen, fuck you. Yes, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I do not want um TK to relapse. I want more. More of that storyline, but I don't want a second relapse. It was a begins. Exactly. I would love to see his background. I'd love right. to see yeah. his struggles. And even Same. occasionally, I'd like to see maybe him talking to, with Carlos about, you know, it's been a hard day. Or maybe even talking a little bit about his background with it a little bit. Yeah. That's what I want. Oh my god, yeah. I don't want the relapse. Yeah, yeah, no, same. And, like, could happen, but, like, let's not put this out there and let's not say stuff like this. Because, honestly, saying, like, even, like, this, I think that's really offensive to, like, people who are in recovery. Yes. It's, it just bothers me so much. And, yeah. like, no, let's not put that. Let's not say that. Let's not right. put that stupidity out So, we um, pretty much are at the end of the episode because the last, um, because we get kind of a glimpse of a dust storm coming in, or yeah, it's kind of like what they did last season is like the last, oh, yeah. The very yeah. last scene of this ninth episode was like a prem, like preview of what is to come. The storm, yeah, yeah. I love how it was like a storm in episode nine coming in, and it's a storm in episode um 13 coming in for like the finale i love how they did that yeah so yeah we end on a dust storm and like let me just say i am so excited for this i'm so down i'm so ready for it i feel like episode 14 is going to be a lot like 318 of 911 where it was like there was like the continuation of like the storyline and then like halfway through the episode we're like moving ahead like weeks because wait, we, what was three eighteen? Sorry, I just like uh the and the train wreck, and then after the train wreck, there was like a big time jump in the middle of the episode. Oh, yep, yep. 
Gotcha. I was just like, wait, what happened? Because, like, I know you guys had mentioned earlier you heard that there's going to be a time jump, and I'm like, yeah, I think there's going to be a time jump, but I think if the storm happens right at the end of this episode, we're not going to have a time jump right away, but there will be a time jump in the episode. Yeah. Well, is next up Beyond Thoughts? I think Ooh, so. Yes. Did you get a lot of them this week? Not as many as last week. I just have to find them. <laughs> so, somebody said emotional, heartbreaking. True. No. Fair. Fair. Um, and then a lot better than I thought. I seriously didn't think Charles would end up dying. I wish she would have let people in her life know about the loss, I think is what they were trying to say, especially after a loss. Yeah. Um, and stuff, and I agree. I like, yeah, I definitely think the episode was like better than I imagined, but I did think I did think Charles was gonna die. I was almost certain by it. Yeah, which as we've discussed. And I definitely agree. She should have let people into her life, even though, like, yeah. did well, she didn't, but... Yeah, definitely. So, finale promo. Okay, I'm kind of, like, I said this the other day to you guys, but I was like, I'm kind of sad that it's the finale, but also excited to see the finale, because just things I won't get into right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm seriously excited, but I'm like going to be so sad when we don't have any more. Hey, at least we have at least one more season to obsessively watch until it comes back in January. Right. So yeah. now, we, yeah. So now we have to binge watch season two as much as we binged watch season one. <laughs> oh my god, you guys don't even like this is this is like without a lockdown. Like I watched season one. Like all, I'm not even kidding you. Almost ev- like pretty much every day I watch season one in lockdown, and this is what. I mean, I love season two, so I will be obsessively watching it the day, literally the day after it ends. I'm rewatching it. Like, I'd like that to be known. Yeah. <laughs> but Grace is back at work, which, yay. Yay. It's awesome. Yay. So I'm excited to have her back. Yes. Because, like, we really haven't gotten any 911 calls pretty much since she wasn't, like, there. We've gotten yeah. them, but, like, very barely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, well, obviously it's going to do with the whole dust storm thing. And you see, like, a plane and then, like, the dust storm um, forming. Um, You see Owen in, like, an official uniform ish. Mm-hmm. And then. And still, I've seen he's in the uniform and he's with Billy. And I'm so excited to see Billy. So, yes. what it's. I was looking at some of those promo pictures I just saw the other day, and it looks like there's a the plane crashes at some sort of like the ceremony. I want to say it's like maybe Mateo because he's also in his similar uniform. Oh my so god! I'm wondering if maybe it's his promotion or like Please. his his because this would be about a year since he became a probie. Oh my god. Oh, so he... Please. Oh, yes, please. I wanna... Because I'm pretty sure that was, like, one of my wish lists because we saw that for Eddie after Mm -hmm. his one-year probation period. So if they do that for Mateo, I will be screaming. I will be so happy. Yeah. I mean, mentally, I'm thinking timing's off a little bit, but I don't care. Yeah, and then, yeah, so we have Billy will be back in the finale. I I love it. So I'm thinking we might have a little more Billy next season, too. I mean, Billy Burke's a pretty awesome actor, and, you know, he He's been known to do TV shows here and there, so yeah. I'm all for having more. Yeah. Of him. Like, yeah. it was kind of the okay, we've established he isn't the arsonist. I love him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and he's not like a terrible person. Okay. I love right. Him now. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we have also seen some promo photos of um, Judd, Marjan, Paul wearing um, yellow uh, turnout coats and gear. Oh, yeah. So, and with the 122 on their um, hat. So I'm thinking they're 
subbing in a, another station while the 126 is still out of commission. Right. It's going to be a few months. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Honestly, the way they described, like, the things that need to be done to the 126 and then what they showed, I was kind of shocked because they made it seem like it was barely nothing. And then you see it and it's basically, like, it's not terrible, but it's also not great. And I'm like, oh, they really downplayed this. I'm sorry, but okay. Um, Yeah, and, like, Owen says basically that um, in the promo that anybody who's out in this is going to need as much help as they can get. Oh, dust storms are nasty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. And then Marjan, like, tells people to get in the firehouse. I'm assuming she's talking about, like, civilians mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, unless the team is out there. I don't know. But yeah, that, I don't know. You know, safest place to be. <laughs> I am here. Like, I think because of, I don't think the ambulance was hurt. Hurt. <laughs> Harped. I thought I saw it outside the firehouse when the explosion yeah. happened. Same. So I'm so, thinking that 126 ambulance, they're probably bunking up elsewhere. I think they're still operating as 126. Right. That's my hunch. Yeah, me too. Especially, I think I've seen like that that is what it is. And- Didn't Ronan post a story on Instagram the other day of him and it was like him secretly recording as he's jumping in the ambulance? Of course he did. Of course. <laughs> on his last day of filming. Oh my god. Of course he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. So, um, yeah, I think that like they will be like operating somewhat per usual. But yeah, that was pretty much it. And unlike 911, they have given us like no like s- exclusive like sneak peek like um thing, which I'm like, come on. Right. Waiting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm now looking up Dust Storm to see, like, what can happen during it. And I think mm-hmm. they're going to be getting a lot of um, medical calls because, um, yeah. it, you know, it isn't likely to kill you. Right. But if Not you ha- the storm right. itself, but if you're yeah. in an automobile. Wow, I sound so British. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm watching British television lately. If you're in a car um, and you get blinded, you're going to drive off something. So you need to stop as soon as possible. It's hugely dangerous lung-wise, and it also gets in the eyes. Yeah, so so for anyone who's got, you know, asthma or any kind of COPD or lung issues are going to have issues. um... Honestly, you just need to get out of it because it's like... The, especially you know the particles uh, gets in the eyes you won't be able to breathe it's like yeah it's pretty bad and then um really in the middle east like some sandstorms stay around yeah. for, like three months oh gosh yeah let's and it's like not. no thank you no yeah um, no, honest, no thank you. yeah so like honestly i feel like what's gonna i don't know like i don't know like it's my... also trigger an allergic reaction sorry yeah yeah no this is me just reading so like i don't know like i'm really excited for this i think like kind of how nam one like original nam one i think how they have like their emergency like kind of like natural disaster episodes at the beginning of the season i Mm. feel like lone star is trying to do them at the end of the season because like the storm the storm solar storm from last season was like nine and ten I think this could potentially be 14 and honestly probably the premiere for next Possibly. season. Possibly. If they do Possibly. a cliffhanger, I'm going to be like just thrilled and murderous. 
depending okay. on, well mm. depending on what it is yeah depending yeah i'd be like rodent please tell me that there, right. there's not this huge cliff thing i mean he can't tell <laughs> Blink. well we'll know <laughs> tuesday <laughs> or we'll know monday evening rodent breathe yeah. twice if there's yeah. a huge cliff um, and since it's on my mind, and I think Grace, you asked earlier. So what we've seen so far with the renewals is that nine one one is going to come back in like the fall, so like September October. Yeah. And then Lone Star. Oh, this Star... was regarding the crossover, wasn't it? Well, no. It, it's so nine one one will be airing from like fall to end of December, like they usually do a hiatus around Christmas. And then mm-hmm. in January, instead of 911 coming back, 911 Lone Star is going to premiere in January. Lone Star will premiere or air by itself from January to like mid March, like it did this year, or they did the shows this year. Then they'll take a hiatus. And then in like April, both shows will come back for the last half of their season, is kind of oh, how they're doing it. So 911 and Lone Star will be back to back the last half of the season, which is how they can get a crossover in. Yes. Gotcha. I was so confused. I thought they were just like yeah. one, then the other. Because somebody just asked me that the other day and i'm like i've seen a lot of people asking like well how can they do a crossover if they're not doing on the that's why so the last half of the season so the second part of the season series season of each one they'll have the crossover yeah they'll be back to back apparently two days ago there was a massive in southern russia oh my god i'm gonna be doing so many research in these next few days about (laughs) storms i'm about to watch so many youtube videos and research so many things i'm so curious yeah (laughs) yeah Yep. No, this is just me going, scrolling down on my search options and going, oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, and the only thing I really want in the finale is I just want some Tarlos. Some, mm-hmm. At least some Tarlos. Finding out Buttercup. where they're staying right now, Buttercup, and also what their plan is. Like, are they planning on renting? Are they planning on buying a house together? Um, you know, so kind of what the plan is. Yeah, I hope that's with a-, a much more extensive security system. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should just like they should move into like Austin's gated community. <laughs> honestly, yeah. two first responders will never afford it. But yes, honestly, no, they need an upgrade. They need an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell TK um, he needs to go out for a lieutenant's, you know, salary, and Carlos goes to detective, and <laughs> they still barely afford yeah, it. But... Barely. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, that's I'll shut up about the storms now. Um, <laughs> we okay. have so much to look forward to. I'm so excited for the finale. I'm mm-hmm. gonna cry when it's done, but you know, same. The second sober me just sobbing in a corner. Like, <laughs> yeah. So the bummer is that we're gonna have um, till January to wait for new Lone Star content. So I know. it's so sad. But yeah. and you guys will be out hearing how- our plan for. Um, episodes soon we're still working yeah, we're out. still working out the details yeah yeah definitely yeah. so we will come back after treatment yeah <laughs> bye bye, bye. <laughs> a few moments later <laughs> <laughs> several hours later <laughs> i'm gonna leave that in <laughs> treatment can't happen a very long time later exactly a few hours later <laughs> We are back, and we we had to wait so long for one thing, but it was so worth it. Oh my god, (laughs) that man is always worth it. Like, oh oh my god, and per usual, we like had a 
a few things <laughs> planned and we didn't say anything but it's because like we we've met him before so like we end up just catching up kind yeah. of exactly yeah. he knew every single one of us he's like i haven't seen Oh my god, yeah. He was like he was like, Katie, I haven't seen you in a while and I was gonna be like, Yeah, work. Yeah. 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 I I totally slammed their ticketing system, but not really. I don't think I said anything wrong. I was just like, that they sell out real fast. Yeah, we talked about that, yeah. Yeah, and I was I was glad I mentioned that, you know, I'm I'm glad he got to meet new faces too, you know. Yeah. So it's like so it's it's cool because he's got more fans like getting to know who he is and are able to get to the you know, the cons. So Yeah. And he told us the cutest story. Oh Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. Okay. So sweet. Yeah, he shared a cute little story about a fan, um, and then like we got to see Fresh and Spot. Oh my god! <gasps> I picked up Fresh and had her in the frame, and it's like she's I just wa- chilling. <laughs> I wanted to say I love your dogs almost as much as I love you, but I thought that just be odd. <laughs> yeah, I was like the second he picked her up, I was like Freshy, oh my gosh, I love you. <laughs> His dogs are so cute. He was honestly, I think it's funny how he's not even phased when people are like, Freshie. Yeah. <laughs> he features them on his stories so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's used to it by now. <laughs> I love the voices that he makes for them when he's trying to make them talk. Yeah. Yeah. He just waved her paw. She looked so grumpy. But I think that was just sleepy. But anyway. Yeah, she, she he was like, she looks drunk or something like that. We're like, huh? Punch what? drunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what he was saying? Wait, yeah. I couldn't tell. He just kept saying something about drunk. I'm saying. I'm sitting there thinking, does one of us look drunk? Like, that what's was... the problem? <laughs> this is like, who? Yeah. Who I just get giggly when I'm around. When I talked oh. to him. Oh my like, god, same. Like I just <laughs> yes. Like I was so excited, but also like kind of nervous, even though we've talked to him at this point. Like oh, like I've all attended several conventions by this point. Yeah. Right. It's like I like I've talked to him one on one. We've talked to him together. Mm-hmm. You guys have talked to him one on one before. Yeah. It's like, I, I was so anxious, but the moment we started talking, I was like, I think him recognizing us helped that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, if he were to forget, like, I, it's so amazing, like, how he remembered us and, like, mm-hmm. stuff, because the way he was like, oh, Katie, I haven't seen you in a while, and, like, for each yeah. of us. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, yeah, he greeted us each individually and the whole thing, oh and it's like, you know, the my second one-on-one with him, you know, I... <laughs> That this was a few conventions ago, and um, I came on. And he was like, "Great, it's great to see a familiar face." And I'm like, "You remember me?" He's like, "Yeah, I never forget a face." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, Aww. that's so good, so awesome." That's why we make anybody's day. Yeah, and we and we definitely thanked him for like because he's the reason the three of us got to know each other and other fans yeah. too. Like, there's other fans that we've met just because of him. Or apparently, like, saw a lot be... of groups already yeah. that were the same. Yeah. yeah, so it's just really cool to see, like, how one person, the connection that others can make because of that one person. Yeah, so I'm, like, and I'm grateful to have you guys in my life, and like we said, yeah. you know, we'll meet, <laughs> and I think uh, he said something about we should meet somewhere in the middle of the U.S. for a convention and just have everybody meet, and I'm, like, yeah, so, like, Austin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was, like, they have conventions there? I'm, like, yes, Ronan. <laughs> yes, yes they I wish they can pull up a convention just about anywhere. I didn't know that, but I was, like, I'm sure they do yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and i've got so many friends that live in austin now like i have another set of friends that just moved down there and i'm like really how many more people are gonna move to austin 
<laughs> yeah. If the show actually filmed there, I'd be so enticed to move there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, casually strolls by the set. Slow motion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Like, I honestly do want to go there just because of the show. Even though they don't film, like, everything there. They only pretty yeah. much get, like, certain shots there pre-COVID times, of course. But I just, I don't know. I feel like it'd be cool to go there. And, like, other shows have been filmed in Texas in general, so... It's just been on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though we didn't say all the things we planned on saying, I love <laughs> this the whole conversation. Because it was like, it's like so easy and natural. Like it was yeah. just so casual. It, it was. was. Like, it felt like creating like a good friend. Rodan's a good friend of the podcast. Let's just put it there. Yeah, there you go. Heard it here first. Um- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whether he knows it or not. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. says he needs to know it? I know. Plenty of people <laughs> plenty of people have friends they don't know anything about because we'll claim they're friends. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Honestly. Yeah. No, it was perfect. That was like we've looked forward to it for so long now. Mm-hmm. And now we've done it and this is our second three on one and yeah. more to come. Definitely. Always more to come. You I know. know. I think the first, so the first couple of conventions that we I went to, and I think you all had a, a part in it as well. They didn't even offer three ons one as an option. No, so it was a new I think thing. December was the first time they offered a three on one, and I thought that I was think pretty the cool. first time we did it was the first time they offered mm-hmm. it. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I love it because they yeah. never offered it when Rafa was in there. And I know Rafa's kind of taken uh, some time from um, online conventions. But when he comes back, we're going. <laughs> we'll be first time, <laughs> not three on one. Yeah, like honestly, like I feel like I had more. Like I like the three on one because honestly, like me just being there by myself, like you know, if you're not talking, somebody else is going to be talking. Right. So it's easier for me, mm-hmm. and like compared to the one on one, I mean, I loved the one on one, but I feel like I run out of things, or I just, the first one I think was just like a trial period. Like you get nervous and you don't know what to say. Right, right. Usually, I let him guide the conversation. Yeah. In some way. Like we'll wind up talking. I think both times we've talked about my school, like, <laughs> like um, yeah. at least a couple of the one on ones we talked about my school, and like that's great. Like I tell him where I live, and yeah. Uh, talk about that and you know what it's all it's very much interchangeable but i am perfectly comfortable having him guide the conversation yeah Yeah. a because i'm very shy (laughs) sometimes same um and also it's like oh what brilliant thing is he going to say next yeah yeah well and it's also too because you know you you, when you meet somebody you don't always want it to be about yourself you want to get to know that person too um yeah and, you know, and, we ru- know Ronan from, you know, the Instagram and everything like yeah. that, but we don't know him. So this is yeah. us, like, knowing him a little bit. And this is him getting to know some of his fans, too. Yeah, yeah, because, like, he knows, like, little things about the us that he stumbled across and just right. in general. So it's, like, it is truly amazing. Like, I still can't believe, like, things even happened at our last conversation. Mm-hmm. Um like let alone this one yeah and i love him talking about season three and saying if you guys know based on like themes <laughs> i was i was literally about to be like, like rodan it's january i know it i know it <laughs> yeah, and i'm not it. happy about it i'm just happy we're getting a third season i know That's me true. too but i'm well, impatient yeah because one of the shows that i watched be- so they were a summer series you know how they used to do the summer shows 
Are we talking about the night shift? Yes. (laughs) Okay, good. Season two, they brought it in four months early because they canceled a show early than they thought they were going to. It was like a 13 episode first season that was canceled. They didn't extend it. The night shift season two started in February instead of June. So by the, by like May, the show was over and we had to wait till the following, like two Junes later to get the next season. And I was like, that was like a year and a few months. And I was like, oh, I need more. I know, I remember that. I never watched it, so... <laughs> highly recommend. It's on, on uh, Netflix. I highly recommend it. Ugh, yeah. Brendan Fair, Drew, and Rick. Ugh, yes. Yes. Um, Brendan Fair, I've been a fan of Brendan Fair since 1999, before Grace was even in the pic- alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, highly recommend that show. But yeah, um, but yeah. so I just, I love, we've had these chances, the, and I'm glad they started the three-on-ones, because I think that's great, because we do have a lot of friends that have become you know, close friends because of the show and because of Ronan or one of the yeah, other. We never would have met otherwise. Yeah. Not to say that we wouldn't have maybe come across each other in a different fandom, but I think all of us have been slightly in different fandoms. So yeah, Ronan was kind of what brought us together. You know, mm-hmm. Tarlos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And honestly, still like the other day in my brain, I was just like, man, in like a couple of days, I'm talking to TK Strand. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. He's like mm. two different people to me. He's TK Strand. Right. And he's also Ronan. Oh, Ronan Rodenstein. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it so much. Oh, and then so earlier, so Katie and myself were able to do the second quiz that they had, which was all of quotes from the show. They had 19 quotes that we had to guess who said it. Oh, yeah. That was so much fun. I would do yeah. that again. Yeah, that was actually really cool. Um, They do it on Kahoot. So, like, you're on Zoom, but it's really just Ronan and the the moderator that's on Zoom. And then going through Kahoot, you just sign in and answer the questions. And I think at one point I got up into the top five, but then, like... I slid down because I missed a couple of them, but I think Ronan finished top 15 out of 29. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. At one point, okay, so, like, some of the questions, like, I just... Because you want to get it as fast as you can because that's how you get the most points. Right. So, so I was trying to answer it really fast. And then I'm like, wait, that was a dumb one to get wrong. <laughs> but mm. like, whatever. And like, so I think I only got like two out of the 19 wrong. So like, oh, awesome. yeah. So the first one, like I was like in the top five and then like I slid down and then eventually I built myself up and I got like the last, like, I don't remember how many it was, maybe like 12. Right. And I think I'm pretty sure because like for the fourth one or the second to last one one i was in the top five so i'm pretty sure for the last one i probably was in the top five because they only show the top three and i was like wow and before we even got on i was like i was like yeah i'm nervous that i'm gonna like too bad and grace like i highly doubt it yeah <laughs> yeah and they had some good quotes too like one of them was carlos's and so they were all season two quotes yes from different characters um like <laughs> who said uh 50 shades of grace that was yeah some the of them were one dispatcher yeah some of them i was clicking so fast i was like that is easy like yeah. really easy like mm-hmm. but some of them like i got tripped up because i was like i don't know yeah, and there even... were a couple of them that i could have gone either way for a couple of them yeah and like the one i got instantly was friend from work yeah if i was your friend from work then what we did this morning was very <laughs> unprofessional i have yes. that literally on my phone like as a oh. video yeah. and i can't delete it off like i have a 
problems deleting it all. Yeah. Oh, and, and well, and Ronan's reaction when he saw that was like, "Oh, I love that line," or something. Like, obviously. Yeah, um, I loved obviously. his commentary about the different lines. It was yeah. everything. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, and that yeah, and I like the one because they they even had um getting slapped with a wet towel. That was when Buck came to texas for the first time <laughs> yeah they yeah they i feel like they put that in there to like trick people because yeah. like you wouldn't expect it to be like a 911 technically a 911 quote even though it was in the crossover yeah so like i was like ooh, you sneaky so i was looking at it, i was like wait who said this i'm like buck buck it has to be buck yeah <laughs> yeah but- yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it was. Such a good experience. Um, so glad we got to do it. So I excited to do it again. I yeah. know. I can't wait. Like, I'm like, when's the next one? Right. Hello. Take I my know. money. <laughs> Honestly. Well, yeah. And so I haven't done a, a, a vert, like a visual, like been on, like, so I had the, the quiz, but I don't think this year I've done any of the dreamets. I think no, December I... was my last one. And that's when we did our first three on one. Yeah, same. Oh, uh, yeah. He hasn't done that many this year, obviously, because mm-hmm. Lone Star, he's super busy. I, I did his is... last one. Yeah. Um, the last one he did a couple, like, a month ago. <laughs> yeah. They're so close together. Um, I did meeting room, panel, and quiz about him and TK. Um, so, yeah. he failed in last time. <laughs> and I'm just like, honey, it's about you. Yeah, I think he got top five in his... <clears throat> first quiz though yeah was that about like, him yeah i mean i'd be a little <laughs> embarrassing if you didn't know anything about yourself <laughs> right oh my god yeah. yeah 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 so definitely excited to do more and i'd highly encourage you guys if you can to do dream it if you get the opportunity and if you're shy try and see if you can grab a couple of people and do a three-on-one yeah definitely um, like and you Katie know what said. it's so <clears throat> easy to talk to him mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. like don't don't be nervous. Don't worry about running out of things to say. Like yeah. I say that as we worry about things running out, like running out of things to say. But you know, um, he'll guide the conversation. Yeah. It's just it's so yeah. So, yeah. If you're able to do it, it's such an experience. It's right? literally like an experience like no other. Like like I was nervous for the first one. You guys are the like at the time were like the only reason why I did it because you're like, come on, can you just do it? <laughs> that was fine. I came. Oh, it's a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like for a picture, I love how like he was like they were like, "Uh, what do you guys want to do?" And we're just like, "We get an option, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then he's like, "Let's do a heart," because he's and I missed what he said, like, "Cause you guys are the heart or something." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, oh. I don't remember what exactly what he said, but it was very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I can let you know. I think it, I think it's like because like you guys are part of like wonderful fans or something like that. It's yeah. like I don't remember exactly but it's really sweet our picture mm-hmm. this is our my favorite picture of us yet yes yeah yeah, yeah. maybe because for once i don't look weird in that yeah. anyway Aww. yeah well and and we confirmed that one day the three of us will meet in person yeah yes. ronan was witness to that so yes. i just like that to me so now. yeah so it's now vowed it's now true <laughs> it, like it will, it's it gonna will happen. happen one day 
I do love driving. So maybe I'll take a road trip to the East Coast. <laughs> yes. That might take a few years to pay, save some money. So maybe we can change it up, but I don't know. We'll see. When but I come out to California, well, that will solve seeing you, EJ. But yes. uh, then Katie, Katie would you like to come along? <laughs> sure, why not? I'm here yeah. for the ride. Meet again. in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's Dream It. This was Dream It 11. So and they've done quite a few. So be on the lookout for the next one. Yeah. So excited. Thank you guys so much for joining us and listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Anchor. We are also on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and almost anywhere where podcasts can be found. On iTunes, please rate us and leave us a review. It would mean a lot to us. You guys can follow the podcast on our socials at 911 LS Roundup on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bigger news, we also started a Discord server. So if you would like the link, send them send us a message. Yeah, it's actually in our Instagram bio too. Oh yes. Good to know. So what she said. And you guys can follow me, Katie, at For Love of Tarlos on Instagram and at For Love of Tarlos on Twitter. And you can follow me, Grace, at RenanRatha911 on Instagram and at CheapGirl31 on Twitter. You can follow me, EJ, at EJ8302 on Instagram and Twitter. Bye. Bye. Bye.